Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Sign up to The Economist for in depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture, and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Up next on Inside Champ Car, Champ Car, the documentary. Welcome to Inside Champ Car, or as I'm going to start to call it, the third hour of the Today Show. Yeah. The drunk yeah, they hour. Said still no audio. They said still no audio. There's audio. I'm just, I'm just messing with oh, you. Oh, don't do that to me, Push man. Push the button. Push the button. Push the button. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Come on, Bill. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking racing. We're talking documentary filmmaking. Chris Sneed is our guy this week. How are you, sir? Good. How about yourself? I'm fantastic. Getting better every minute. Yeah. There you go, brother. Right here. <laughs> Everybody brought a drink, so I had to bring mine. Of there you course, go. you know, the, the girly drink. No, hey, no, no. We, we want to keep you alive. Nothing against girlies, by the way. Want to make. I don't want to be canceled. I, I, I need to keep you alive till next year's check comes. Oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. He's only after me for my money. That's, That's you know, but you should be used to that. That's what all the girls tell you. So, uh, Chris, you're 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 a documentary filmmaker that also doubles as an eighteen wheeler, or something or another. I, I mean, this is all completely accidental, honestly. Like, so I've been racing for a long time, and I thought it would be cool to make a video. And so I, um, so in my building, we we have like mixers and stuff where you meet people and i met tyler and tyler was like you know i do social media marketing and i was like okay cool well that would be great for my parts business and so he was like so it was like we're running this 24-hour race and tyler the only thing that me and tyler have in common is we want to do cool shit that's it like yeah. we have nothing else in common and he does knows nothing about cars, nothing about anything. And he was like, I want to shoot it. I'm like, all right, let's do it. So Tyler came up and we went to VR. We had a, I mean, we had a great race. It was awesome. And he shot it. Tyler killed it. I mean, he, I, I can't take responsibility. We haven't for seen this. it yet. We haven't seen it, it yet. It, well, I mean, Tyler is, he's, 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 it comes out on the 18th. All right. So here's the deal. So the way he wants to do it, we're going to put up a thing on my Instagram and the TikTok and it's the Chris need and you sign up and then we email you the link. And then after 
for like a, a month or something. I don't know. Tyler knows. Then it'll go public. But okay. if you want to see it initially, that's you know you uh, got to sign. He's doing the social media range. Yeah, oh, yeah. Tyler, yeah. Tyler's like that's his game, man. He's like Tyler's like social media, like I am with race cars. Like okay. he's like serious about this shit, and. Dude, I, I screened See, it. So we have a theater room here. It's really good. Social like, media was, is really easy. All you do is you go out there and just tell everybody their cars suck and walk away for a bit. <laughs> that's not how it works, well, Bill. No. It is. It is. That's <laughs> how you get the hits. You no, know? you just need boobs. Like, it's yeah. just well, boobs. Yeah. See, but you, know, you, throw him, you throw a Toyota MR2 up on your Facebook page and you say how the Honda K-Series absolutely is the best engine ever. Oh my god, and and that's how you do it. So it, it, so let's go back to the beginning. Yeah, we, we how did you get into? Auto how did I get here? How did yes. I end up here? Okay, all right. So, uh, and don't bring right. up your mother and father into this because that we already actually my my mom and dad were were not really car people. So, um, so I was into cars and um, I bought my first car. For seventy five bucks and I fixed it and uh was and it worth then, 80 bucks then? The, probably. It was old Audi, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. so, so, about, so it was worth sixty five bucks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but dude, it got chicks, you know, because they, oh, yeah. they thought I was rich. And and um so the <laughs> little uh, did they you know. know. So, yeah, oh, they didn't God. know, you know. It didn't even have air conditioning, but you know So that it was that was my problem with having a Vega. <laughs> that's that's why I couldn't get the chicks. The Vega. I needed an Audi. That's it. Yeah, I, it was it was pure luck that that is how they ended up. And uh, so I uh, so then the my grandpa gave me a car, a Buick yeah. Century, and it was supposed to be a more reliable vehicle. And I was going to school, and my cousin was racing me. And he had a Mighty Max pickup. And so this was like in the late 90s. And I didn't know anything about cars. And he, uh, all I knew was that his truck had a four-cylinder and my Buick had a six-cylinder and I should be winning. So <laughs> I, uh, I dropped that sucker down into first gear and I blew it up. And uh, he still won. And the uh, I got into school and it was knocking, you know, and... Uh, and then I signed up for four years of auto tech and I rebuilt it. Took me about three years. My my dad helped me out on some of it and I got it done. I had some leftover parts. I asked my instructor about him. He was like, oh, that's just part of the kit. You know, they give you extra stuff in the kit <laughs> for different motor and stuff. Nah, those were the old plugs. And uh, that sucker blew up in about 15 minutes. And yeah. that was the first <laughs> engine I ever rebuilt. Huh. And uh, so it, it lasted 15 minutes, um, and I sold it to the junkyard. But I was, like, totally hooked, you know? Yeah. So I went back to driving the Audi. And, uh, so, so even though it only lasted 15 minutes, when you turned the key and it fired over, tell me what <laughs> went through your mind right there. I mean, it's like. It's yeah. like the first time you kiss a girl. It's just cool, you know? Yeah. Like, I've been through so much <laughs> to get to that point, yeah. you know? Like, I can't tell you. So, 
I don't know how much you know about rebuilding motors and stuff, but so motors. I drive Toyotas. We don't ever have to rebuild them. Oh, hush your mouth. You know? <laughs> <laughs> the, the, um, the, so old engines have press wrist pins. Yep, okay. Right, right. And everything new has floating wrist pins. So yeah, if you haven't built anything in the eighties, you wouldn't, or earlier, you wouldn't know. Yeah. I, so, I saw a picture. I saw a picture the other day of a floating wrist pin that floated out and just crushed. I mean, it was. Oh yeah, was like bad. like the oh, like bad. the the pin came out of the piston. It was yeah. over. Yeah. 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 So we had a rod heater which heats up the small end of the rod, right. and then you drop into the piston. And you have to push the pin through, and you have to do it quick, and you have to get it right. Right before the know? rod cools, right? Yeah. Yeah, and it locks the pin. Right. And you're done. You know, so. So this was a six cylinder. So I bought 12 pistons. Okay. That's how many times it took me <laughs> to get that right. So did you, t- did you buy 12 pistons before you started knowing you were going to screw up six or did you have to keep buying one at a time? Oh yeah. No, right? I kept breaking them. Like I would be like, all right, I got this. And I'd, <laughs> I'd push it. And I, and I, and yeah. <laughs> and like i mean as soon as it like you know like you were yeah. pushing it and it cool and it was over like there was no <laughs> going back it was done because if you heat it up it heats it heats the wrist pin up too right. and it won't come apart like you right. have to so you press it and then it breaks the piston it's all over so, uh, so there was so this, how much so the auto parts store how much how many of the guys were laughing every time you came in they knew me Oh, um, they knew me. And uh, so they uh, they just started. And I mean, like, who else is ordering pistons for a Buick Century, like an 85 Buick yeah. Century? 12 you know? of them. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I was like, I'm doing this. You know, I'm going through. Uh, and so, yeah, so I, I finally got it together. And then it, and then it spun a rod because it didn't have any oil pressure. And, you know, so it was okay. But I learned learned a lot yeah. about you know it, it auto tech was well i mean when i told my parents that i was going to take four years of auto tech they were like nope yeah. nope and i was like hmm, okay well and then i just kept signing up for it and they were just yeah. like ah, whatever whatever christopher you know? <laughs> what what did <laughs> they what, want you to do uh they wanted me to be in like a corporate marketing or uh, or like you know, some sort of job like that. Uh, really my dad job. was an IT guy, and yeah. uh, so he wanted me to be in a corporate deal, and that was kind of – so cars weren't like – that didn't seem like a reasonable option. And yeah. so, I, I, so I rebuilt the Buick. It blew up, and I uh, sold it to the drunk car. I drove the Audi. I went to Western Carolina for a year, and um, – so I mean, you didn't you get know. into Eastern Carolina then? No, no, I didn't get into Wilmington. <laughs> it's very hard to get in as a freshman yeah, at yeah. Wilmington because apparently everybody wants to go to the beach. So, yeah. you know, I, I had to go somewhere else. I you thought, know? being from a Virginia guy, I, well, adopted Virginia because I'm actually from California, but oh. being a Virginia guy, Explain I so thought much. everybody could get into Virginia school, or sorry, uh, North Carolina schools, much like Virginia Tech. Oh, I mean, I thought so too, but when you're from here, it's different, you know, if you're out of state, you know, the smarter people come from other places. (laughs) So, 
so we so I went to Western and my dad worked for Reynolds. Uh and they used to sponsor NASCAR. RJR Reynolds, not Reynolds Reynolds. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. The, Winston the and all that. Not okay. the aluminum wrap people. No, no, camel, you know, and like that's what yeah. I grew up on. So the tobacco we used to people. get free tickets to the Winston. Mm-hmm. All right. So the Winston we were million. down there. I was in college and I brought one of my friends and it rained. And we got kind of hammered. Okay. <laughs> all right. And so I'm there with my dad, my friend some other people and i was like daddy i'm gonna own one of those and he was like what and i was like one of those those down there and he was like like a race car and i was like yeah that seems cool and he was like all right go for it (laughs) he was like whatever you don't listen anyway so get get your dad liquored up and ask him for a race car that's the part i missed bill i didn't get dad liquored up no no, my dad's not rich so he was just like (laughs) All right, son. Good luck. Get to work. <laughs> and he was like, <laughs> he was, was like, dad. well, yeah, sure. He was like, so you know, my dad was like, well, you're not getting a job. You got to have some education. So you're going to the military, you're going to school. And he was like, you're already at Western. So if you, you want to keep going to Western, it's fine. But if you drop out of Western, you're going somewhere else. Right. So for SciTech, which is in Winston, yeah. had a race car technology program. So that's where I went. Mm. So I dropped out of. A Western. I went to Forsyth Tech. I graduated from there with a race car uh, associate's degree. So I learned like machining, race car setup, mm-hmm. all sorts of stuff for circle tractors. And so I thought I'd go into NASCAR. And I mean, NASCAR in the early 2000s was like off the hook. Well, like, it's I not mean, like that's a very competitive field. I mean, NASCAR. yeah, yeah. Like know, nobody wants to go there. No. Yeah. I mean, no. I, I could have picked other things that were harder. You I know. mean, IndyCar might have been easier. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so, but I mean, I learned a lot. Like, I learned a lot of stuff there. I learned how to really do engine machining and stuff, which is awesome now because. And um, so, I got out. I tried to get a job in NASCAR. I couldn't get it. So the, um, but I've been working for this guy named Roy Hill that does drag racing. So I built big block Chevys for him, right. and I traveled with him. And that was fun, and we had a good time. And then I decided that I was going to be, like, a reasonable person, and I got a job at a regular mechanic shop. And that was boring as hell, to be quite honest. And so I got fired, and I started my own shop. And I started import drag racing with my brother. Mm. And me and my brother, uh, my brother drove, and I worked on the car, and we ran uh, rotaries. That's what we, because I figured out that huh? nobody else knew how to rebuild them. So I started rebuilding rotaries. How's, and, your, how's your hearing? Yeah, it's not good. I, you know? <laughs> so let's go so, back to the drag racing bit. So I, I just Googled Roy Hill, and he has a drag racing school. I honestly yeah. did not know there was a school for drag racing. Yeah, so, so the thing is, like, to get your license in drag racing, you have to qualify with a school or somebody that'll sign you off. Okay. So that's what we did. So we went to like Ohio and Pennsylvania and stuff. And we put on these schools and people would come and they'd run our cars and and stuff. And then, uh, and then one Thursday of the month, we would go pro mod racing in Greensboro for money, which was super fun. 
And I mean, that is one thing drag racing has that like no other motorsports has. Like they put on the best show. It was right. ridiculous. Like, like it's so cool. It's right. dark and it's like we were running back then. We were running in the four seventies on the eight at like 180 and now they run in the 380s at right at 200 Jeez. which i mean these cars like are sick miles. fast <laughs> yeah 660 and feet. you have like That's... what 200 feet to stop <laughs> oh yeah yeah i mean they got parachutes and everything and i mean we rebuild them every round i mean it's and i mean but you we'd have like on a thursday night in greensboro there'd be fifty thousand people wow like i mean Holy it was cow. insane wow and i mean there was a dude that ran around and so the starting line guy he had a top hat and tails yeah. and and a microphone and he'd be screaming yeah. about it. he'd be like all right place your bets and they'd be like yeah. slinging money and oh it was just crazy stuff so, it was so cool like that was that was super fun back, so so bill you, you need a top hat and tails to do your post race interviews in yeah, well, first I, of all, I, I have should. to start doing post race interviews again. Uh, so no my, comment. I just <laughs> so so I don't know where where. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, yeah, I mean, you could do that, you know. So the but I mean, so dry racing like taught me a lot. So then I, I worked at a regular shop, and and then when I started my own shop, I thought, oh, I'd be doing drag racing. Well, the thing is, drag racers most of them work on their own cars, so right. right. I was doing rotary. I was doing rotaries, and we were doing okay, but we weren't doing great. This guy came in with a Miata, and he was like, "I heard you worked on Mazdas," and I was like, "Kind of like a rotary." I was like, "Kinda," <laughs> and he was like, "Oh yeah, you work on Mazdas, you'll be fine." And I was, he was like, "I want a motor for my Miata, and I track it." And I was like, "I don't even know what that means. Right. Like, what the hell is that?" And he was like, "You know, like road course racing." I was like, "I don't." And he was like, and well, he was I mean, like, I was like, you know, whatever. He was like, just build it. And, and I mean, this dude paid me like good money, like way more than I would imagine to build a me automotor. And he, he comes and picks it up. I put it in, I dyno tuned it. And then he was like, you need to come with me to VR. He was like, just trust me, just come. And I was like, man. And he was like, and I mean, then it was five dollars to get into the drag strip, and right. it was ninety dollars to get into VR. And I was like, "Dude, that's a lot of money." And he was like, "Trust me, dude. These people will pay you. Your shop will be successful." And I was like, eh. "And he was like, do it." And I was like, "All right." So we went. It fucking snowed. It fucking snowed. <laughs> <laughs> and so. Like me and Kenneth, took... it wasn't a champ car race, was it? No, no, okay. it was a, uh, it was a, uh, um, because we had a it... championship there that one of the championships it... where it snowed. Yeah, it, it yeah. So it was a, uh, it was on the Patriot course, and it was uh, one of those time trial things. Yeah, and we took my brother's Mustang up there, and and we we ran it, and because you know a Mustang in the snow, that's a good oh, idea. Yeah. 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 Oh God. And we <laughs> were like, there were no people there, right? So, oh my God. Was, we snowplowed. Right. I mean, we were <laughs> off. And like, we didn't know it. we're drag racers. We don't even know what we're doing. Yeah. And I was like, I looked at Kenneth. That's my brother. When when we were done on Sunday, and I said, we're never going back to drag racing. 
And he was like, yeah. <laughs> and we sold all the shit and we went sports car racing. And that's oh, what we did for the next 15 awesome. years. Like, that's so awesome. we, we won three championships in NASA and then I went and uh, I ran in World Challenge. And I mean, it was cool. We had a good time. But yeah, like once oh. we went sports car racing, we never had a problem with people paying us to work on the cars. <laughs> now, World Challenge, that's like beginner steps or something. Is that like HPDE? Stuff? Yeah. So we were in Spec B. Which is like the bottom of World Challenge. You know, yeah. it was fun. It, yeah. You know, if I've got to be honest, club racing's more fun. Yeah. Like I was not into the, uh, you know, they'll probably like be mad at me, but like pomp and circumstance ain't my thing. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, I, no. I like the the camaraderie that comes yeah. with club racing. That's where I came from. That's what I like. That's you know what. The problem with World Challenge is it's not quite there, but it's not quite here. Well, and, and, a, and a lot of people in World Challenge are not happy to not be there and are not happy to not be here. <laughs> you know what I yeah, mean? It's, yeah, it's like, it's, I mean, it's pro. Yeah. Like, it has all the stuff, but, you know, is it IMSA or something? Nah. Is it? But is it club racing? No. Like, you have to right. be there for a whole week. It's kind yeah. of like, like the evil stepchild of pro racing. Well, just bringing your trailer in is a big thing. Right. Oh, yeah. They, yeah. They, they've got, like, they've got they've got paperwork for paperwork. Yeah. You know? It's like, yeah. it's, yeah. Oh, well, trust me, it. Champ Car is getting there. Champ Car is yeah, getting oh, yeah. there. Yeah, 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 y'all are going to get there. You know, we're going to be, you know, signing our life away before it's over, you know, even more than we do now. But, you know, so then what? So then, so I was running World Challenge in 12 and 13, and we started doing enduro racing and with NASA Southeast. So right. nobody wanted to do enduro racing back then. Like in what, 11, 12, like enduro racing wasn't a thing. Everybody was like, oh, like, oh, it tears your core up and all that shit. And um, we started doing it. And then what, lemons and chump and all that stuff. And people got into it. I love endurance racing. Yeah. It's, it, expert racing is fun. Don't get me wrong. But having like a group of drivers and a crew and it just adds, so much more to it you know i mean i spent a lot of years sprint racing but i do i, love I find it. it i find it more of can i make my car last that long usually no but can i make my car last and when you do it's just um let me skip ads hold on I have some <laughs> sort of ad thing that just starts up now so i guess skip no i mean because because there's there's a, a romance with endurance yeah. racing you know, and mm -hmm. and there's there's few other sports where you can finish twelfth in an endurance race, and you're like, I just won. Yeah, you know, yeah. I've run twenty four hours finishing. Just right. Finishing That's what I'm saying. I'm still win. running at the end of twenty four or twelve or fourteen or whatever the number is. You know, in 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 a in in some cases, depending on you the car, it's it can be a complete junk car. And you figured out a way to zip tie it together and get it to the finish line and run the vast majority of the laps in that race. And, and oh, yeah. you know, a victory can be just getting be, running, 
you know, 10 or 12 of the 14 hours or whatever the number is. Um, and and there's something really cool about that. So, so what kind of car did you race? A Miata? Which, at what, in uh, in NASA? Yeah. Uh, E36 and GTS2. Okay. So why do so you work with Miatas and, and BMWs? Probably okay. the worst choices ever. Oh no! Don't, don't don't worry. It gets better. Uh-oh. Wait wait wait. There's hold, more. Hold my beer. <laughs> so you know, like yeah, so I started out with rotaries, which are like having a redheaded girlfriend because they're oh, yeah. awesome until they blow up on you, yeah. and then the um, and then the uh. So then I went to BMWs. Well, so then I went to Minis, okay? Okay. Oh, that's, so, that's, that's like a BMW, just oh, smaller. John well, Wittenauer is in the so, chat. I'm waiting for him to chime in here. So so Minis, so I didn't know anything about Minis. This is another one where I was like, what the hell? And so I had four people buy brand new Minis and be like, hey, can you make these race cars? And I was like, uh, yeah. You know, I... I'm just one of those people that's like, yeah, okay, we'll try that. We'll do it, you know? And I was lucky to be involved with people that had extremely high budgets to figure it out. And so we raced minis and, and then I got a BMW for like 500 bucks and my E36, which we called uh, snow white. And um, that's the one that won all the races. And so it, it was a good car. We ran so, NASA Southeast. It was a 325 to start with, but, you know, it, it, it went through a lot of alliterations. If you had right. if you had a BMW and seven minis, it would be Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. I mean, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of how it worked out. You know? We had another one. So when we started endurance racing, we had another E36 that we called Smurfette. I'm going to let y'all figure out why we called it Smurfette. Oh, I have an idea. <laughs> no, I've heard that one. Yeah. <laughs> but so it was blue and that was its name. And the, um, you know, so it did fine. It was, a, yeah, it was a 40, that one was a E46. We had a E36 that was a camouflage one that we ran. There was a Messerschmitt that we ran quite a bit. But yeah, I just like, um, so the endurance racing thing was it got it got everybody back involved because it all it all had become very siloed where each like we had we had 30 to 40 cars at the shop at any given time. And so it had become very like this person, this person, this person, this person kind of thing. And we kind of went, hey, we can all run this one car and we can all work together and it got the mechanics involved and yeah. the guys that worked for me and so everybody got to go and it made it a thing and that was what was really cool about endurance racing and that was we used to run the um it got started with uh nasa southeast had a december event that was uh eight hours of road atlanta or something mm-hmm. like that right. and that. we we ran that one and so that kind of got us in. So then when the, the cheap car endurance series started, we got into that because it, it because endurance racing is as much about the mechanics as it is right. about the drivers. Oh yeah. Even more. If so. not more, if not more. Yeah. 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 I mean, you got to get it back on the track. I mean, 
you got a thousand moving parts that you're trying to hold together for X amount of hours. Right. And, you know, you need good guys that can keep it together. And so you need fast drivers, but you also need good mechanics. And so that really brought, it gave the mechanics something to race for because, you know, we got to the point at the shop where we could put a car together, we could set it up. And if we had a good driver in it, it would win. There was no, there was really no questions. Right. So it got boring, unfortunately. <laughs> so, so you, you, um, you found it easy to win at NASA when you came over to chump car, champ car, how, how much harder was that with these longer races? So, the longer races are vicious. Like we had, we had stupid problems that we'd never experienced in the sprint races. Like we would have, um, so, um, on the M what M 52s, I guess is what we were using back then. The three twenty five motors, their crank bolts are torque to yield. Like nobody yeah. talks about that. Okay. Well, if you don't torque to yield them, so at about seven and a half hours, it backs out. And that's the end of your day. <laughs> that's, that's kind of important, right? <laughs> and so we didn't even know it was toward the yield. So I welded one in one time. Like we just, I just burnt that sucker in and and we were like, this has got it. Like there's no way this sucker's coming out. Seven hours, 45 minutes, bitch oh, came out. Shit. Yeah. I mean, it just, it, it broke the whole pulley. Like, it just sheared the whole thing off. And then I started reading about it, and they were torqued to yield. And I was like, damn it. Yeah, I am. Damn. So we put a new bolt in, torqued it, and, yeah, it never came out. Like, you could run it forever. It, that car is probably racing somewhere right now with that bolt in it, you know? Yeah. But I mean, you can weld it in and it's never going to stay like, yeah. so, you know, they, we've done that and the whole part comes out with the bolt still yeah. Bolted, yeah. welded to it. <laughs> we, we, we took, we had, uh, it was probably 2010. We, we had a transmission blow up in a 36 and we took it back to the shop from VR. So it was like, it was the 24 hour and we were, so we're only like an hour and 45 minutes from VR. The old shop was. And uh, we took it back. Oh, I got a train coming. So right. oh, I love that. That's awesome. Um, and the uh, I lived like downtown beside the railroad tracks. And um, but the uh, we changed the transmission and and took it back for the twenty four. You know, because oh, wow. you don't realize how long a twenty four hour race oh, yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. Until you. Until you can drive two hours, change a transmission, drive two hours back, and you're still in the race. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we we work it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's insane. Yeah, yeah it should yeah. be by. Oh, like, that's all right. Yeah, you just sound really cool. Oh yeah, yeah, he, yeah. They're busy tonight. See, inside Champ Car first, Bill. Tra train train uh, Yeah. So you um, so you, you've run twenty fours now. The, the filming of this documentary. Tell us a little right. about this documentary. Now, of course, Tyler is the guy. What's Tyler's last name? Anderson. Tyler so, Anderson. So Tyler Anderson's the filmmaker. And yep. they did the documentary on your team racing the 24. Right. VIR with Champ Car. Mm -hmm. Now, how did you guys get, how did you get into, involved with that? So, 
Well, so I always thought it would be cool. So, I mean, I've been selling parts on the internet forever. And, you know, so I'm always thinking about ways to market them and stuff. And I always thought it would be cool to be able to let regular people see or people that weren't there like what it's really like. Because you try to describe to them what it's like, but they don't know. Like, it's hard to describe what what endurance racing is like. Hell, it's hard to describe what sprint racing is like, but endurance racing is... So back in the day, back in the day, okay, when I started doing this, this would be 1988-89, okay? You would think, I would think, as, you know, I'm an 18-year-old kid, that telling people that I race cars would, like, like, it, it would get me the ladies. But but they're like race cars. What does that mean? I'm like you know we go racing and it's it road America and and it at Brainerd and it, I mean, no nobody understood nobody cared. Now we've got right. the internet. We've got the you know we got YouTube. We got everybody puts their stuff on. And now it's like I'm like 53 years old and I'm and I put up a, a solo me at, a, at an autocross and I am the coolest guy in the world all of a sudden because I race cars. I'm like where was this when I was 18? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, crazy. It's a different, yeah. I mean, well, the internet, the cool thing about the internet is it allows, you know, because the car community is by nature kind of widespread. You know, like, you know, like you end up with friends in faraway places because you see them like at the racetrack or whatever. And so the internet allows you to, to, to see everybody's car right. that you wouldn't get to see, you know? So that that has been very cool. Well, growing, anyway. when I grew up, I'm a couple of months older, older than Brian. Um, Just a few. But, uh, you know, in the late 70s, um, you didn't have all that internet. You took all, you got all your instruction on how to hot rod or, or build your little, you know, we didn't have imports, but, you know, the... You, build up your little hot rod stuff down at the local mall at Saturday night or Friday night. And you go drag race down Friars road or whatever. Um, you got all your information from maybe a magazine or two, but the local old guys, you know, now oh, yeah. get it from everybody in the world, even if they're not oh, yeah. really qualified to do this stuff. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, there is plenty of misinformation as well. Yeah. No. <laughs> like i mean there is as much good information as there misinformation yeah. but i mean you were getting misinformation from them old guys too oh, you know? oh i know I, I mean they were telling you to bury blocks in a yard you know yes, that I remember that. yes to, to season them <laughs> yeah yeah season them like yeah. what the hell are you talking about you know yeah. there's an old nascar shop in charlottesville virginia that um <clears throat> Uh, they built engines for NASCAR teams back. Oh, uh, who is that? That's uh, not the Wood Brothers, was it? Not no. Charlottesville. It was, yeah, they were, the Wood Brothers. Yeah, but yeah, they were Charlottesville, Charlottesville yeah. were they? Yeah, and and they yeah. um, yeah, they would build. And my father-in-law told me that where the my wife says it's not this place, but across from the Auto Zone on River Road, um, there's a, a car um, body shop there. Right. Underneath that body shop is buried an absolute ton of big block Fords. Uh, because yeah they just they couldn't do anything with them so they put them down there and all, all i could think about was all these seasoned blocks down there ready to get me high <laughs> seasoned up, you know we need to tear down some auto parts stores <laughs> so my yeah like my old shop like so it'd been there since 52 
And if you started digging, you just find like random stuff like in yeah. the ground. You could do that in like, my backyard, actually. Yeah, I mean, there'd just be carports like Volkswagen <laughs> and like whatever random stuff, you know? Yeah. Like they just threw it out there and we're like, eh, whatever, you know? So, yep. so real quick, if people are going to want to see the documentary, it's your Instagram, right? At the Chris yeah. Need. Yes. All right. So before, I wanted to ask that question before. I put, so it's on the screen now. So if anybody wants to check out this documentary as soon as it comes out, uh, go to at the Chris Need on Instagram. And now it's like really big on the screen. I didn't realize how big that is. Um, um, yeah, that's good. But yeah. yeah. So so go check that out. And because I'm. I'm I'm a I'm a filmmaker myself, so I'm really Please. intrigued by this. So yeah, he does uh, adult stuff, but nope. we don't talk about that. No, well, I am yeah, in Southern well, California. I mean, that's where the money is. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. Yeah, you know, my Instagram yeah. handle is Boom Chicka Bow Wow. So <laughs> <laughs> tires and feet. That's what he does. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a thing. Oh Lord. <laughs> uh, oh, we should do this more often. Uh, yeah man no tyler killed it like i mean we watched it and i was just like he was like well what do you want to change and i was like uh i'm gonna need a second to like process process what you've done here because Mm -hmm. i mean it's incredibly good like it's pretty cool i mean is bill strong in it i hope uh, not no no so that means it's awesome it's definitely cool Definitely cool. So. Yeah. No, no, no. Tyler did good. And I mean, so he was like, I didn't know I could do this. Like, he just looked at me. He was like, I didn't know I could do this. He was like. So did you load up your camera, me. your car with cameras? You know, little GoPros? No, no. Actually, all the in-car is filmed on TikTok Live. Oh. Oh, wow. Like, so we streamed on TikTok Live, and then we took the live feed and just Pulled it off the phone. So That'd real be quick, kind of cool. H- how many hits did you get on the TikTok live? Just out of curiosity, I, I, I have no idea. Actually, you'd have to talk to Tyler because, like, so I know that, like, so part of the problem was like sometimes it would cut off or whatever, you know. But I'm not. I'm not in Tyler's. I, I, I have no idea. Actually, yeah. like I was just like, I mean, I'm still just a racer, like. <laughs> Tyler, like that was what was so awesome about having Tyler is he is such a committed filmmaker. So he wanted to he he created the story. He was like, "I'm going to do this." He was like, "Like just do what I tell you." And I was like, "All right, you know, I just you know." And so he interviewed the crew. He interviewed drivers. He, I mean, he was a one man band and he killed it. He really did. It's we need to get Tyler. Cool. We need to get Tyler on one of our shows. Yes, yeah, that's what Timothy Tyler Timothy Elliott. Tyler's also like so. Tyler's an interesting dude, and he was a touring professional saxophone player. Oh, he's and my kind of guy. So he, he incredible jazz music, you know. And we definitely now, need him on the show. So he started selling. So what he wanted, to, how he got into film was he wanted to sell saxophone classes, and he got good at film. Very cool. And so he's, but but he approaches everything with this, like I want to be awesome at it kind yeah. of thing. So he's, I mean, I, I'm stoked. 
to see this come out because uh, it's pretty cool. I uh, was, I was. It definitely makes me seem cooler than I am. So, so that's we cute. had like what a hundred cars start that race. Yeah, we had a lot of cars initially. No, about sixty. Yeah, with all the other cars. Well, I mean, there's, you know, I mean, it's enduro, so there's a lot of start and a don't finish. Like, so you I finished twenty sixth overall, which is freaking good. Well, I mean, we did like so we'd have done a lot better if we hadn't broke a ball joint and taken two hours to fix it. Well, no, you wait know? a second. You took a Ford Mustang and finished a twenty four. Well. <laughs> Well, I mean, I don't think you understand the significance of this. Well, I mean, it's like a F one fifty with a sexier body, and we all know those can go good. So yeah. you know, uh, I mean, I pick on them because, it, like I said, I came from racing European stuff. So yeah, yeah. I'm like, this thing's like a truck. I, I was like, you can drive over everything with this thing. I was like, you just drive yeah, over the we, gators. You see that all over the internet. It just sucks them up. I mean, dude, those Mustangs are insane. So much yeah. power. And it's so a 2007. Power. Yeah, it's 2007. Yeah, it's, it's a 7 with a 14 front end on it, which okay. makes it look like the new one. You know? yeah. yeah. You know, that's what you do. You just yeah. freak everybody out. Yeah. It gives it It just gives it a little style. Yeah. yeah. Alan did all that. It's Alan's car, so Alan did all that. It looks very cool. The paint looks good. I was like, man, you got a cool race car right Oh, here. wait a you second. Know? That's the red one, right? Yeah, 605. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we know that thing's just cheated up like crazy. You no, know, I can't I'm, I'm kidding. That. No, no. <laughs> I know nothing about that. I just I, tried I, it. <laughs> so, yeah, Ray and I were talking to him going across the states. That man is wild, man. He is crazy. Ray or yeah. Alan or <laughs> yeah. both of them, you know? Like, yeah. they're like, yeah, yeah. Well, What's they're, the... they're they're wild men. That's what makes it fun, though. You know, well, he won't stop talking either. He'll tell you, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ray, Ray no, or Alan? No, Alan. Oh, Alan. No, Alan yeah. doesn't stop talking. No, yeah. no, he's probably driving and talking oh, yeah. at the same time. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. He's going to tell you all about that Mustang. Alan oh, yeah. loves Mustangs. All yes, you need does. to know is Alan loves Mustangs. Yeah, and he tried to so, convince us. He tried to trick us into allowing some sort of super mega engine into it. Now we can. <laughs> We're what smarter than that? What's the name? He's of like, the... no, no, the blower doesn't count. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you cannot claim it as air conditioning. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, no, it's just it's for air conditioning for the drivers. Now, uh, I mean, we were doing what one forty-seven on the back end on the back stretch. Geez, yeah, wow. that's that's all in the mail. Yeah, that is. All, yeah, that is oh yeah, man. Mail. I mean, that sucker. And I mean. You know, I've I was seen the breaking. brakes on a Mustang. Those things are tiny. How did it last? It didn't. <laughs> you got to watch the. You got to watch the documentary, man. Oh. It didn't last. What What's the name of the doc? So, uh, the twenty four hours of VR. Yeah. Pretty simple, so, Brian. Weren't yeah. you reading? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and when does it drop? Uh, the eighteenth. November eighteenth. November eighteenth. Yeah. Great. So yeah, no, the brakes didn't last. But no, I mean, cause me and uh, me and the other two, man, I wish I could remember their names. I think Ray drove that car at one point. Ray drove it, but I had two. I had two uh, two young pro guys with yeah, me, right. and they we were breaking on the back stretch at the two hundred mark. So two hundred, hundred fifty. So, know. so I drove the Wittenauer Mini. Okay. Yeah. I was on and the back. That, 
I that's was on a, the back straight. That's an doing, M12, right? That's a no turbo. I no clue, but it would only do maybe a hundred and five. Yeah. He's saying a hundred and eight. Okay. John now are saying hundred and eight. All right. But so the the roof on it would do would do this vibration thing. Oh, it's Yeah. And that would freak me out a little bit. And do you're thinking it's what what's coming apart off the car, you know? Yeah. And the other the, the other well, issue was more. every time the Mustang would come flying by me, it would move <laughs> the mini. It was oh, yeah. like, come on, <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah. When we when we tested the World Challenge Mini, which was a non-turbo mini at VR, me and Johan, we uh we figured out you only needed to break it one and oak tree. Yeah. Just stop. Like that's the only times you actually have to slow down. Like it doesn't go fast enough. Oh, the mini. So you, but you but push you know, the pedal all the way through the floor. Like the great thing about the Wittenauer Mini was now you finished twenty sixth, right? It, it just never stops. Yeah, yeah. So the <laughs> Wittenauer Mini finished eleventh because it never stops. <laughs> <laughs> it never stops, no. and I mean. I mean, we we would have finished way higher. Like I think it? it had wider tires on it than the uh, Mustang too. I think. I mean, it was like two o'clock in the morning, and I was passing some E thirty sixes, and we broke a ball joint. I broke a ball joint going up the uphill S's. BMWs will do that to you when you run dude, over. Dude, I almost took out a E thirty, and and then I was like, I'm not waiting on the tow truck to get here, so I just drove it back around with like the right front tire hanging off of it and we got it back but then it still took us it still took us two hours to fix it so unfortunately we just did you look it up in the book because that's normally like a four-hour job that should be like a 30-minute job (laughs) (laughs) like you gotta fix everything you wreck coming back down well well luckily the Somebody found a ball joint press and we popped it out and it was oh. and it was over. But we could not get it, it. Like I mean, you know, if we'd have had a ball joint press, we'd have been back out. And we were 16 laps up at that point. Yeah. Oh, I was so mad. I was so <laughs> mad when that ball joint broke because I mean I was going up and I was just taking it easy and it just clink and it was over and I was off and I was like, yeah, oh shit. <laughs> I was it's, like, it's pretty, oh, and it's pretty instant too. It's like that oh, yeah. one tire wants to stop right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that one tire's like, nah, this ain't my day. You know, I'm done. I'm going home. You know, yeah, yeah. bar's still open. Sometimes they and, bounce off into a field too. You were lucky. Yeah, that the wheels. Yeah, luckily it. the tire didn't come all the way off. It was just yeah. the the control arm separated. Yeah. But yeah, it, you know. So, so we had a. Uh, what's your plan for ahead. the next? What's your plan for the next race? I have to finish. That's, <laughs> that's a good plan. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that idea. <laughs> that's that's always the plan is to finish and then to win, you yeah. know. But but we finish and then win. That's yeah. you know, <laughs> like we're. I mean, Sebring. We're going to Sebring, and Sebring's going to be brutal. I mean, yeah. Have you I been mean, to Sebring? Have you raced? Yeah, there? we oh. were at Sebring last year. I was at Sebring last year with Origin, and we uh, yes, yeah, I destroyed. I destroyed Sam's car. Unfortunately, it was so, it wasn't my fault. But yeah, Sebring Sebring is probably if you guys don't know anything about Sebring, it has the most elevation change of any racetrack in North America. 
Um, yeah. N- yeah. No. The, the run. The bouncing up it's, and down. It's, yeah. You it's... add all that. You add all that up on your on your Fitbit. Yeah. It's easily nine thousand feet of elevation. <laughs> Sebring is like running Baja in a go kart. Like I mean. Yeah. Yeah. It's, when I came, I'd never been to Sebring before last year, and like, if you turn in too early, what is that seventeen? That one at the end of the backstretch. Yeah, Seventeen. If, yeah, yeah. if you're too close to that flag stand, like you might as well be on a half pipe. That thing, like all four <laughs> wheels were off the ground. Like I mean, Sebring is brutal on cars. Like so, it a, is... a funny, funny story about Seventeen. I'm not the smartest guy in the world, as most of you out there know, and <laughs> I honestly did not know that was a U-shaped turn, and I don't know why. I, for some reason, thought it was a 90. Don't, don't, I, I don't know. And it took, one day I'm looking at the map going, where in the hell is this last turn? And I'm looking all over and the guy's right there. And I said, that's not it. <laughs> it's a right-hander. And they said, yes, you just keep going around and around. And I honestly, for, I think two races, I didn't realize it was a complete 180. It's just an expanse of concrete out there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it it's just, well, it's not as expansive as it was when I raced out there. I went out there um, last year and they moved the walls out and you go into that corner and it's just like this, you have this little hole you got to fit through. Oh, and, well, and you know, I I'm old now, it. so I don't really get to go I mean, around like that anymore. So, but you know, it's, it's hard, man. I thought you could just, I mean, I thought you could still land a B-29 out there because I was like, what is going on out here? It's just, con- when I came down the back stretch and turned in, I was like, what? you you really have to look at the markers yeah. because, like, when you're used to driving, like, more traditional road courses, like, Sebring is just concrete. Like, yeah. it's just squares of concrete ever. And their curbing is so high. Yeah. Like, Jesus. Like, well, I drove probably one of the fastest race cars ever to run at Sebring in our series, which was a 1973 Opel GT. And, here we you know, go again. All of maybe 20 horsepower. Oh, okay. I, I was like, only, what, did it have like a Buick V6 in it or something? No, no like, it wasn't. Uh, it, no, no, that wasn't that slow. Stock 1.9. And it would actually, we'd only use the brakes at the hotel hairpin. You know, the hotel else on that a brake pool. Yeah. Just and so you know. Nowhere yeah. else we would use the brake. So, well, you know, we, we are, we're starting to run a little late. I know Brian has to get to, to bed here soon. Uh, oh, out in thank California. you. Thank you. But, um, <laughs> hey, I want to thank you for joining us at the last minute. Um, hey, anytime. Yeah, and and you have been an absolute joy to talk to, and uh, we will have you on again. And I look forward uh, to seeing y'all at the racetrack. Yeah, yep. so, so and t- we will be there. Tell us again how we find this documentary. All right, so if you find the so go to my Instagram or the TikTok. Tyler's going to put up a thing. It's the Chris Sneed Instagram or TikTok, and so then you sign up with your email. They send you the link, and you get to watch the, watch the movie. Very cool. Very cool. So it's about 26 minutes or something. Nice. Well, I am absolutely looking forward to it. We're going to get Tyler on the show too, Bill. Yeah, so. absolutely. Tyler Tyler cried at the end of the 24. He probably doesn't want me to tell you that. Probably no, not. no, we all have. Hell, I swear to God. I mean, it, it, you know, Tyler was just like, y'all just left and 
Like that was emotional, man. And I yeah. was like, Tyler, I'm fucking tired. Yeah. And he, it was like, he was like, like that was intense. I was like, yeah, I got, I gotta go. I gotta go to work. And he yeah. was like, y'all just do this. And I was like, a lot. And he was like, <laughs> yeah. I've never been in anything like this. He was like, yeah. this is insane. Yeah. He was like, this is so cool. So Tyler, Tyler's super cool dude. He, so, so no car experience whatsoever. This was his first. And he just dove into the deep end. So, Bill, yeah. th this that's why we want to talk to him. This podcast is the new Champ Car promotional video. <laughs> there you go. Yes, it is. All right. Very cool. Well, thank Chris, and you still have probably one of the best uh, pictures up for our preview. That's studly. <laughs> I want a picture like that. Well, man. five I, by seven, glossy. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right. He's Chris Need. He is the star of 24 Hours of VIR, dropping on November 18th. Go to his Instagram page, at the Chris Need, or TikTok, at the Chris Need. Welcome back to Inside Champ Car. Brian Polanski, Bill Strong. I got a problem, Bill. Uh-oh. You're empty. empty. <laughs> yeah, me too, man. Me too. I love that it. was fun, dude. That was he's, a blast. He's a, he's a trip. That was a he's blast. A trip. He's a good guy. And, yeah. uh, man, I can't wait to see that documentary. That's going to be a ton of fun. I know. And it's the perfect length for me because I usually fall asleep about halfway through. And, yeah. You know, I won't won't for this one. Well, we're going to yeah. we'll put all the information in the show notes and how you find it and how you sign up for it. And uh, that is uh, that is a ton of fun. So, all right. So we're already 56 <laughs> minutes in, Bill. <laughs> we we will finish this up quickly. But, what no, we, we have uh, some news. Yep. Um. The prices and registration dropped a couple days ago. Um, I actually did it. Just, I started doing it a little bit early, kind of upset the board. But, hey, what? when am I not upsetting the board of directors mm. of this company? You know, we should have but, talked uh, about we that. We got it out there. The uh, December and the December races are still up. Uh, we have uh, what I say here, 46 entries for the December second and third VIR race. We have. Plenty of openings. It's a big pit lane on VIR North. Then we go to Sebring into the year, December 30th, 31st, for the New Year's Eve double. There will be a party um, at the uh, Seven Hotel. That's always a blast, man. All right. Um, you know, on New Year's. Now, <clears throat> that race is uh, going to be pretty cool. So eight and seven hour. And we are already up to 40, nice. uh, 72 entries for that race wow that's um, awesome i believe the limit is 90 but we may be able to add more but just uh if you're planning on going get it get up there man all you need to do is put down 250 bucks on any champ car race to reserve your spot beautiful payment yeah payment is uh due i think the uh early pay already dropped for that one so it's full price at okay. 16.75 for that race and like i said we dropped the uh dates for um michelina Raceway Road Atlanta, February 3rd, 2024. Um, that uh, race, 14-hour race, that's up there already. Early cutoff, save $200 off the $1,950. So $1,750 for that race. And uh, you have until December 5th to do that. You, again, any of the 2024 races, $250 will save your position. Uh, Road Atlanta will sell out pretty quickly. That gets up there in numbers. Uh, VIR, 12-hour Enduro follows that March 2nd. <clears throat> I screwed up on the internet. Uh-oh. Can you believe that? No. 
Yeah, I had a typo. <laughs> I had it listed as March 4th. It's actually March 2nd. Okay. Because if you show up to race on Monday and we're not there, that might tell you that I had it all screwed. Yep, yep. So Let's I have fixed it everywhere but the emails because once I send you the email, people really don't like it when I try to get into their computers to fix stuff. <laughs> not that I can. Then we head off to San Marcos, Texas for the Harris Hill Raceway 8 plus 7 and then over to March 16th and March 17th for the NCM Motorsports Park, TireRack.com, National Championships at NCM. That's the big one. That's the one everybody's racing for right now. They have until December 31st to gather some points to go to the National Championships. But anybody can go to the National Championships, but to participate for the big uh, trophies and prizes and all kinds of cool stuff we're going to get you guys, that uh, that won't, you know, you have to be part of that. Yeah. Do it. That's yep. uh, 1750 bucks. Enter now. Full pay by January 16, and you'll only pay 1550 So $200. Remember, Champ Car entries cover driver, cars, crew, all your stuff, your entry. Um, 17 cover meals. The, the, the garages, that's extra, of course, but we get you no meals, no beer, <laughs> but, you know, it Thank does you get you uh, racing on the track. Yeah. Then we head off to Daytona International Speedway on April 6, 2024. Dude, we already have six people signed up for that. I just opened it up. So we don't have all the subs up yet. I'm working on them during the day. Today was, uh, I got to do a couple of them. Um, just I got distracted by all kinds of other stupid things we had to do for work. Yeah, you and know, this whole, this whole like job thing. I just want to work it? on the subs and the stickers. I want to do the sticker design. <laughs> and then we head out to High Plains, Colorado. Again, 1550 you pay now before February 20th. And it's only going to cost you 1350 bucks to race at High Plains Raceway at Deer Trail, Colorado. That is one hell of a course, let me tell you. It surprised me because on the map, it's just like, but you get out there, it's like, holy cow, this is a hard course to race on. Yeah. Then we head out to Watkins Glen, the Salins Champion Dog at the Glen, May 26th and 27th. Then out to Autobahn Country Club, and then back to Sebring. Sebring's going to be under the stars. I don't know what that means. That means it starts late. And ends late, right? Maybe. But, yes, we're going to be racing from, I think, 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. Why? Because it's Florida in the summer. Right. And it's usually 200 degrees during the day with <laughs> alligators everywhere. So we're going to race at night. I don't know if the alligator is going to be there, but we'll be racing at night. Yeah, and yeah. I think that's going to be freaking cool, man. You get to drive into the sunset. And then drive into the sunrise at Sebring. Never done that. I don't think that many people have driven into the sunset, into the sunrise at Sebring. So that'll be kind of cool to do. Yeah, I mean, do, does anybody do that? Yeah, actually, WRL ran a oh, okay. 24 a couple of years ago. Yeah, and that was okay. pretty cool. A bunch of our racers ran in that. Nice. I had that idea. I kept trying to get our our company to do something like that. But, um, yeah, our bosses poo-pooed that. Well, but, at 24 hours at Sebring, you'd it. have to bring three cars to get to the finish. Well, that's what they said. <laughs> you wouldn't have any cars left at right. the end of the race. I don't know. I think it'd be a great test. I mean, if you... It would be a great test. You know. It, you know who it's going to be? It's going to be Ed. Ed will be there at yep. the end. Or the Volkswagen. The guy's in the bug. You know? Because that's what happens. Right. So, then we head off to the great Nelson Ledges. Yes. Race road course for the summer showdown at Nelson Ledges. Yes. And uh, that's July 13th to the 14th. And that's a seven and seven. 
Um, that'll be a good race. It may be an eight, seven. I don't know yet. I, I got to talk to Chelsea, so we might switch it up a bit, but, um, then, uh, August 17th and 18th, we head to VIR for the 24 hour Saturday test included with your race entry, 2,250 bucks. Get in now and it'll only cost you 2,050 bucks. You have until June 18th to get that early pay discount. I believe we're going to be adding on a late payment discount. I really don't have all the details on that just yet. But right now, we don't really have to worry about that. Um, like if you come up to the last couple of weeks before the race, because we really have to have a lot of this money up front, guys. Right. Um, you know, we, we've been operating a certain way for 15 years, 14 years, and we've discovered in today's world, we just can't do that. All these tracks want their money up front. They want, yeah, it's it's tough. Yep. It's a tough world out there for any series, not just Champ Car. So right, it's a lot right. of then we head off to Thompson Speedway, then Mid-Ohio, then Harris Hill again, and then back to Pittsburgh International Race Complex in October 5th and 6th, and then off to Road America, then back to Atlanta Motorsports Park, and then again to VIR, and then we finish up the year at Sebring International Raceway in 2024, getting ready for the 2025 season. So yeah. lots going on this year. Um, we also are looking at, and you know, this is sort of a secret, please don't tell anybody, but we're also looking at doing a date in where is that gingerman okay we're just waiting to hear back from gingerman and then uh for, for the date because we're everybody's moved around at that place on dates all the sanctioning bodies that are running there and uh we're just waiting to we picked a date there was kind of a yeah okay uh, but we need to get an official approval before we start announcing that one and we also applied for laguna seca right i don't even know where that track is though i've raced there before oh i do it's I a do. little track if the date works out, I'd love to come up and, and play with you. Oh guys yeah, up there. you will. You will be there. We oh. will do this live. <laughs> so, so real yeah. quick, um, first of all, big thanks to everybody in the chat tonight. Wow, look at all of the chatting in the chat. Thank you so much, uh, Ryan Harmon. Uh, I would suggest that no track is off the roster permanently. Uh, oh, he wanted... wait, 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 John. John just declared something, and I did I say late payment discount? Yes, I think I might you have. Did. It is th- a late payment penalty. Right. Right. So yeah, sorry. So back to back to Ryan Harmon. Uh, he yeah. asked if Willow Springs is off the roster permanently. I would say that no track is off the roster permanently, um, but but uh, you know we we need to make sure that there's enough people interested in a particular track to to make sure that Champ Car doesn't lose money when they go there. And yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go back out west. You got to remember, there's a bunch of us that are from out west. Yeah, and you know we like going out there because we have family out there. But not only that, the racing is awesome. We yeah. love Willow Springs. We love Laguna. We love Sonoma. We love Thunder Hill. We have friends that run that track. So yep. it's uh there's a lot to it. Of course I loved Auto Club, but what the heck is going on with that track, man? Yeah, don't it, get me started on that. I have some theories, but Yeah. They've already so, started to take it down, but they don't but, but, but right now we just you know, as a company we had to re we had to reassess. Yep. And there's some things that we had some cuts we had to make, unfortunately. But you know, you you in order to survive in today's world, you have to kind of do stuff like this every now and then. So yep. um, we're good now. We seriously are. We seriously are good. So yep. things are good. We're going into next year. We've got contracts. We're starting to make some payments. We're getting some some money from you folks. And thank you again, members, for uh, for doing that. We also have a board of directors election going on. Um, that's kind of turned the internet a little mean. We we need to, to simmer down a little bit on the uh, name calling and stuff. Um, but you know, yep. it's election time. I guess that happens every erection time. So there you go. But, 
All right. Anything else, yeah. Bill? No, I guess that's my segue into a we're six minutes over. Yes, but we're okay. Yeah. We're okay. So next week we'll be back. Right, Ryan? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I don't have a guest yet. So we'll oh, I might have a guest. I think Chris Rollo is going to join us. All right, cool. Next week. So, yeah. All right, that's going to do it for another episode of Inside Champ Card. Did you like what you hear? Subscribe to the podcast or the YouTube channel so you don't miss any episodes. Share it on your social media channels. Comment on the Champ Car Facebook page. New episodes every Tuesday on the YouTube and every Thursday on the, the podcast. He's Bill Strong. I'm Brian Polanski. You are watching Champ Car Live on YouTube and listening to the Racing Wire Podcast Network. Have a great week. Talk to you next time.